0: This mercy and peace be to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. This Lenten season, we will be diving deep into Psalm 41. And when we look at the Psalms, um, we can ask ourselves a lot of different questions because the Psalms are in the form of poetry, and poetry Allows for artistic license or I guess you could say interpretations. But there's one thing we do know that the psalms certainly do proclaim, and that is the saving work of Christ. Right? So when we look at the Psalms, actually, as a bit of a, um, a bit of history, whenever Luther read the Psalms, he would always see them as being spoken by Jesus Himself. So what does that mean for Jesus to speak these words, right? Because we think about that when we think of Psalm 22, right? When we think about that, when, when we, uh, when we uh, say different psalms like that. But when we see Psalm 41, this is probably not one you're very familiar with. You probably know Psalm 1, Psalm 23, things like that, right? Great psalms, but this is one that was written by David, a lot of the Psalms were. And when we see that David writes this, we see that David writes not only as the king of Israel, but as the prophet of God who proclaimed Christ to come. And we see that in the Psalms, they proclaim what Christ would do, what Jesus would do someday. So we see here in the first two verses, blessed is he who considers the poor the lord will excuse me the lord will deliver him in time of trouble the lord will preserve him and keep him alive and he will be blessed on the earth you will not deliver him to the will of to the will of his excuse me you will not deliver him to the will of his enemies excuse me so who is the blessed, and who is the poor that David is talking about here? Well, if we know, which we do, that the Psalms proclaim Christ, he says so himself in Luke, right? Jesus says so, that the law, the prophets, and the Psalms proclaim me. Blessed is he who considers the poor. Now, this is going to be kind of an interesting little roundabout here, because the poor initially are you, it's us, it's me, right? All those who sin and have fallen short of the glory of God, we are the poor sinners that need to be considered. So then who is the blessed one who considers them? Who considers the one who is poor? Well, that is Christ himself. That is Jesus himself considering us for his sake. Now here's where the twist comes in. It's not really a twist, but well, I guess it kind of is. It's very interesting the way that God works because although Christ himself, who is rich in the fullness of God's grace, in the fullness of the Godhead, he is rich and he considers us, we who are poor, and he becomes poor himself. He empties himself out on us. He empties himself out by becoming a man, looking like lowly flesh and blood as we are. Yet he is the true God. He empties himself out even further on his cross, where his blood is shed for our sins. So he is the one who considers us the poor sinners. He considers us so much that he does something about it, he dies. He suffers and he dies for us. And now, we who have been washed clean in the blood of Christ, especially in the waters of baptism, we now, by his grace, can consider him. Blessed are you when you consider him who became poor for your sake, the one who emptied himself out on his cross, so that you would not stay poor but become rich in grace toward his Father. So we see this. We see that those who are baptized now are one with Christ. And being one with Christ, you are one in his poverty and in the richness that he supplies by it. Ponder on that. Consider that, as it were. Ponder on these things throughout this blessed season of Lent. That as we go forward, we consider him because of this grace given to us in baptism. We consider him because of what he has done for us. That he first considers us so that we can consider him. And now, those of us who are baptized into Christ, those of us who are baptized into his death and in his new life, we can read Psalm 41, not only as David who is writing it, but as Jesus, who lived it out, and now we who live through Christ, blessed are we when we consider the one who is poor. The Lord will deliver you in time of trouble, right? The Lord will preserve you and keep you alive, and you will be blessed on, on the earth. You will not deliver, God will not deliver you to the will of those who hate you, right? God will protect you. And he did so with his son. Yet although he seemed to have lost everything, he gained us. He gained all things for himself. That in the height of his humiliation is the height of his glory. So as we go forward in Lent, ponder these things. Ponder these things as you approach God's God's table today and are fed his body and his blood to strengthen you to know that because of this great gift that he gives to you your salvation is secure the forgiveness of sins are given to you here today for you to taste and see that the Lord is good so this promise in Psalm 41 verses one through two, and because of Christ's consideration for us, poor sinners, we can look at all of scripture and find a connection here. From the epistle, we can know that from what God has done through Jesus who has considered us and who has died for us, that we know that now is the day of salvation. Now is the time for salvation. Salvation is for you right here and right now. Ash Wednesday is a great day to start something fresh. It's a great day because we remember our sins as something that we have done against our will that has been given to us in God, against the new will that has been granted to us by his Holy Spirit. We consider our sins, we hand them over, and we benefit from the blessed exchange that in exchange for our sin in exchange for our filth, in exchange for our wretchedness, God gives us the entirety of his grace and his love and his peace so that we can go forward now with God's grace, doing the things that he has called us to do, not worried about the accusations of Satan, not worried about the slander that the world would throw against us, but going forward, as Paul says, so that we would not, um, so that we would not receive the grace of God in vain. We know that today is the day of salvation. We know that He has considered us and made us rich for His sake when He became poor. We know these things, and so we go forward, so that we would not store up treasure on earth, but treasure in heaven doing the things that God has called us to do, doing those things in faith, trusting that his will would be done, knowing that in faith these things are blessed so that others might see it, not to give us a pat on the back, as Christ says in our gospel text, not so that others would say, hey, you did a really great job, but so so that the others would see it and glorify our Father who is in heaven. As Christ says, you do not put a, a lamp and put it under a basket, but you set it on a table so that the whole house has light. Let your light so shine, so that all who see it would give glory to God, so that those who see it may say, what is it that makes you do the things you do, to give you the opportunity to say, well, Christ died for me. Christ shed his blood for me. Christ considered me when I was poor, and he gave his life. So that I could live. And that is why I do what I do. And in that way, those who hear that great confession, those who see the good deeds done in faith, may come to know Christ. So that your treasure will be stored up for you where neither moth nor rusts can take it away. But that those who are joined with you in heaven will be that treasure that you store up by God's grace. Through faith. So as we go forward, I know I keep saying that, but as we go forward, let us be encouraged by Psalm 41 that blessed are you when when you consider Christ, because he has considered you and done all that is needed for your salvation. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord.